tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world-governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know, I, you know, I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Join us on this joyous celebration of Donald Rumfeld finally dying. Uh, glad he's dead. Sad that he died peacefully. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> I mean, there should just there was any justice in this universe, he would have been tied to a post, and homeless people would run a train on him daily. <laughs> Well, now one of the known knowns is that he is dead, so I, I'm happy to. I'm, I'm happy, to you know. It's like you don't want to wish death on anybody, no, but no. some of these war criminals, they got. And you're asking me, what's the karma in the universe? It is of my real belief, Johnny and Xavier, that that the war criminals come back as chicks in donkey shells, okay, and they end up living this horrible life, blowing donkeys in Tijuana, and that is my belief. So just know that Donald Rumsfeld is probably going to be reborn soon into a horrible situation, and in about 20 years, you're going to be able to see him slobbing donkey knob, uh, paying for the sins they did against those. I mean, right now, he is somewhere being talked to about what a piece of shit he was. And sadly, you know, Dick Cheney will be another one that sadly will die peacefully, and will... and. I, I, I'm, dude, I'm not watching news. Are they doing like remembrances? Fuck, I hope not. I mean, no, I, I don't know. I'm not either, so I don't know. But I, have you ever heard the video where um, Louis C.K. asked him if he's a lizard person? Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's, yeah. It, that alone should allow Louis C.K. to get another shot. It's wonderful, <laughs> right? So funny, yeah. It is, man. I think so, he kind of in Rumsfeld. Uh, maybe this is karma. His news got stepped on a little bit with the Cosby thing. So. Oh well, you know, I guess that's it. But you know, may the fisting in eternity be very, very painful, Rumsfeld. No You, loop. Ca- you no came. Loop. You made the world a much worse place. You um, bomb civilians. You're a horrible human over being. Decades. Everything about you is everything wrong with humanity, and you are not a war criminal. You're not a great American. You are a war criminal. You are a war criminal. Excuse me. You are a war criminal. You're not a great American. You're a garbage human being, and the universe is going to work it all out. So, you know, say la vie, you piece of shit. And uh, I'm sad that you got to die peacefully. Anyways, uh, you know, guys, if you want to see me live do more rants like that, uh, please come see me. I got a lot of shows coming up. July 16th and 17th, I am in Anchorage, Alaska. And then on the 24th, I believe. 420. 420, San Diego, American Comedy Company. The stand-up, we are doing a tinfoil hat comedy night. Xavier, myself, uh, Eddie Bravo, whenever this little 
you know, Momo over here gets the ball. He's going to be out of town. Is that town. the 19th? No, I'm not here. I'm He'll in North be Carolina. Out of town. I'm in North Carolina. It's a good excuse. Oh, I got to give it to him. 15th. You remember when I was in North Carolina and you, and you were in North Carolina and you still didn't come to the show? That was a fun memory. Yeah, because you... Uh, and then... We were supposed to go do some shit and then you were like, oh, I'm actually going out with this other couple. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, You could have joined us. Oh. They were nice people. She's not a swinger. She, well, it doesn't matter. Not every... Chick we hang out with has to no, I was gonna show you be Chapel about Hill. that action, Xavier. <laughs> They're human beings. They're nice people. Okay? Conspiracy and after smoke that, we're in. I am trying to, if you're in North Carolina, I'm trying to get him to uh, maybe make a little trip down to Wilmington. Maybe we can drop in on some folks down there. And what does that mean? Like uh, like Navy SEAL style? Yeah, maybe Come go, in, maybe take go some go people see, out? Maybe go see those aliens at uh, that guy's oh, place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Bledsoe's uh, dad. Ryan Bledsoe just had a new podcast drop yeah too. bledsoe said so check that bledsoe out bledsoe said so if you want to listen to a young man who has a good understanding of everything go check that out also our good friend jason tebow had a yes. new album drop yes. what's it called it is called covidiot covidiot <laughs> very yeah. happy for him because i feel like that should have been a more popular term and it's i'm great. glad he got it on his thing and, and uh yeah the, the album cover especially is wonderful so check that out. where can they get it I did that. Uh, iTunes, iTunes, Any, oh. anywhere, anywhere you can get. Is this a stuff. Johnny Handy work? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we uh, we did it. So it's, it's just him like Tebow talking to. It's like COVID, him on stage, yeah. but the crowd is all cut out, you know, and it's like Brody and people like that. So go, please check it out. He's a friend of mine yes, for a very long T -H -I -B -A -U -L -T. time. T H I B A U L T. Yeah, it's not Tebow. That's how he is in my phone. But it's J A Y S O N T H I B A U L T. Go check it out. And if you can't find the spelling, just put in Punch Drunk Sports. His name will come up, and you'll figure out there. Oh, you did the editing. Nice, Johnny. No, I did the, I did the, 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 cover, the, cover, yeah. the cover, cover. Nice, nice. Johnny Handiwork. More Johnny Handiwork. Guys, if you love this show and you want more content, you can go to a place called Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N.com. All of my premium content is there, okay? You have... Tinfoil Hat premium content there. You have my spiritual show, Zero. You have Conspiracy Social Club. You have the greatest of all time sports talk. You have First Look at Broken Sim, all there for $10. Now, it's, it's not just that. You also have Xavier Guerrero's We Don't Smoke the Same. And anybody on the website, you can watch for a low, low price of $10. We're working on getting more and more people there. By this time next year, it's going to be it's gonna be on uh, the same asylum of greatness, okay? So $10 on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N. If you want to see my free content, just go to samtriplee.com, S-A-M-T-R-I-P-O-L-I. You can get all my free videos there. You can get all my dates. You can buy tickets there, samtriplee.com. Com. If you're looking for t-shirts, and we got some great ones coming, we just dropped a new one, which is called Shapeshifting Jesus. And somebody's like, I'm not I'm not in the blasphemy. I'm like, that's not blasphemous. Nobody's saying anything negative about our our Lord and Savior, Shapeshifting Jesus, okay? We're just saying he, sheep, he was a star seed like these other star seeds, like Buddha, like Bigfoot, like aliens, like Godzilla. Yeah, we Christians think he's the best star seed, though. Yeah, That's we perfect. yeah we Christians. He I is the that. first one in line. Yeah, like, he's the main. He's the actor. main guy, Come guys. On. Are we dissing the main? Come it's on, unbelievable. Yeah, he looks like it looks like a poster for Entourage or something. You know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like they're going at the Avengers almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so go check that out. That's Tim Fallhat T-shirts dot com. 
Uh, this is a great episode. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun talk. It's a fun talk. It's about how to deal with being a conspiracy theorist in a sheep world. So uh, it's with Benny Wills, and it's a fun conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Take care. Enjoy the show. Drink from the fountain of and what? Okay. So that was a weird intro right there. Guys, uh, let's start it again. Sorry. I I, I, start, I I forgot where we were in the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three, two, go. Okay. So let's get into it. I'm very excited about having our returning champion back. Uh, he's been on the show before. The last time he was here, he had a, we had a great conversation about Burning Man and what that represented. And now he's back for more. And I think this is a very important subject to talk about. It's like how to exist with others uh, when you're a conspiracy theorist. And I use that word and that term proudly. So I'm very excited. You know him from Joy Camp. Please welcome returning champion, Benny Willis. How are you, bud? I'm good. It's a pleasure to be here. For what it's worth, my name is actually Wills, but... Okay, know, start just, again. Start again. Start again. Up. Wills, start again. Why does it say Willis here? Wills, start again, Johnny. Johnny, start again. I mean, you start again. I don't mind. Johnny, start it again. <laughs> All right. Okay, there we go. Please welcome Benny Wills. <laughs> God damn it, man. I'm, I tried to do this big <laughs> intro, and then Johnny just snickering at me. That one's on Mark. Mark, though. Come Mark, on. He, he Mark you're suspended for it. Mark, you're suspended for a week, a day, a, a 20, about 10 hours. Craig Benny was, Wills. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Sorry that my booker doesn't double check that. That seems to be now a weekly thing we call, what did Mark do a little different? It's two in a row. That's a new segment we call. Even my wife, after her first date, thought my last name was Willis. And the joke's on her because now her name is Wills and people think it's Willis. So, But is it spelled Willis? No, it's W-I-L-L-S. It's a very simple name. It's surprisingly difficult for people. Oh, yeah, I guess we get into we're used to certain ways, and sometimes, uh, and this isn't because it's spelled here Willis, but I think we we put in letters or we guess the le like we see to be we're like oh this is oh, Willis. You wouldn't be able to read at a normal speed if you weren't able to just kind of your mind wasn't able to just fill in gaps really quick. I yeah, do that true. all the time, especially when I'm typing. I'll just jump words and whole parts of sentences yeah. will be gone. It's part of what's great about the brain, actually. Anyways, enough about me and my illiteracy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Benny, what have you been up to since we last talked to you? Man, well, it's been a couple of years. I've been up to a lot actually and speaking of burning man i'm actually going to perform at an event in california that is organized by a former burner and he like me realized that burning man was just another trap but he's taking what he thought was the best aspects of burning man and putting it into a truth and freedom festival so i'm actually really stoked to perform at this one this coming weekend called uh, music and sky and it's up there in northern california should be a good time but that's the least of what I've been up to. I'm married now. I have a kid. I live two miles down a dirt road in the middle of the forest in North Idaho. Uh, I got a lot going on. So, a, a lot of stuff to unpack there. We just had a gentleman on, uh, Andreas Icarus or uh, Ex Exertus. Exertus, Exertus. See, and uh, he was talking about how Burning Man is the new Bohemian Grove. Like, you know, uh, out For with sure. the old, in with the new. All that stuff going on, and just to call all the stuff going on with Google, and I just feel I, I just feel like more and more and more is coming out 
uh, we're being more aware of how occult everything is and what's behind it. You know, we just found out that Google was like funding the Wuhan lab. Why is a search engine company funding the Wuhan lab? And, and then, then and then the same search engine company is not letting you. It's not doing autocomplete for searches that ask did did the virus originate in Wuhan? They were not doing autocomplete for that. Like any of those subjects, they were in oh, when they, they were pressed on it. They were like, well, we don't. We only want people to find verified links. You know, from isn't authority. that crazy? They yeah. came out and said that. Yeah, it's crazy. So you're telling me they needed you to type in the whole thing? Well, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't do any kind of well, recommendation, search recommendations, autocomplete, any of that shit on uh, on anything about the Have you the tried to find my, my account on Instagram? Yeah, you shadow banned. I didn't know they were shadow banning just No, no, Sam. There. That's the only time they've done that. Yeah. It's just, on it's just unbelievable, dude. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of stuff going on. So you've moved to Idaho, right? And northern yeah. Idaho, not just regular Idaho, northern no, Idaho, which makes it sound shadier than ever, right? <laughs> oh, where you from? Idaho? No, no, no. Northern Idaho. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Everybody just steps away slowly. <laughs> really? Wild man, wild man. Yeah. It's got a reputation for being uh, the land of white supremacists, which is hilarious if you actually experience the people up there. But no, it's, it's because people in North Idaho actually understand the concept of freedom which not many people do these days, and they're willing to protect it, which is one of the reasons why we sought it out. And uh, it's an awesome place, man. I, I love it. I find that no matter what the group is, when they uh, there's a big homogenized uh, gathering of them, the outside will always assume the worst of them. Right? So yeah. it's like a great example is Miami, right? You know, South Beach South Beach has gotten quote unquote ghetto. That's what you hear people say all the time in South Beach. And you go there, it is predominantly black, but it is the best time ever. But people from the outside, because there's this big group of one group, everyone starts judging it as, oh, it's got to be hood, it's got to be that, got to be that. Same thing when you get a whole bunch of white people together. It's automatically got to be white supremacy. It just can't be just a bunch of people hanging out together. And it, it that happens with almost every group. You see a bunch of Asians together, you assume what? Karate tournament or Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Am I right, everybody? Right. Yeah, well, if they mean, if, if, by, if by white supremacy they mean families and community and people looking out for each other and keeping the government in check then yeah, I guess we're all a bunch of white supremacists. Well, they're not even listening to any of that stuff. That The stuff you listed, is that's way down the road, and they're getting off on the first exit, which is white supremacy. They don't even want to look in that. Yes. Hey, it's but just in a snapshot. Right. But in California, what, a white supremacy, that's just an American flag now. Yeah, I, well, it's <laughs> very easy. All right, everybody, I want to tell you about our good friends at CBD Line. That's right, CBD Line, one of our oldest sponsors on the show. Longest running sponsors on the show, and we love them very much. You know, these stressful times, you need tools in your tool belts, and no one can help you more. Then CBD Lion. I mean, they got everything. They got vapes. They got they got gummy. You like they got those new gummies the that lemon you lemon like. ones. Come on, nothing is better than lemon. Dude, nothing's better than lemon lemon gummies. Okay. They, they also have the uh, new melatonin slumberberry variety pack, which I've heard is pretty cool. A variety pack, man, and that's what we're talking about, dude. They are the best of the best. I love them very much. They always come to my live shows, 
and support. And here's what's really great. Okay, they they have everything you need, man. They're all their products are third party tested. All right, they even have a quick little survey, quick quiz you take. They'll help you with deciding which product is best. They got everything, man. They got everything. Pre rolls. Pre-rolls of hemp flour. They got new strains of hemp flour. They got uh, lemon gummies, variety pack gummies, melatonin gummies, all this. Fun games CBD. Does it beat that? I don't think so. I love them. Every time they come to my shows, I hug them. I hug them. I try to kiss them. They're like, no, it's not not like that, bro. (laughs) And if you like that and you want to help out the show and you want to help our sponsors, just go to CBDline.com and enter the promo code TINFOIL. Okay, to get 20% off. That's CBDLine, like the animal.com, coupon code TINFOIL. Check them out. We won over 2,000 positive reviews. This stuff works. Give them a try one more time. Just go to CBDLine, enter the coupon code TINFOIL to get 20% off. Yeah. I'm not going to say who it was, but a very famous comic came and they did the show and it didn't go well because everybody is hitters. And they got off stage, they're like, oh, I looked out, it was all white people. It's like, what is this, a Klan rally? And I'm like, you used to do white shows all the time. What are you talking about? And that's just where we get with identity politics. Yeah, it's gone full retard. It's gone full <laughs> retard. Full retardation, yeah. For sure. So you, you have a kid now, congratulations, boy or Thanks. girl, or boy, boy girl. No, it's a boy. he's definitely a boy, no matter what anybody tells him he's a boy and uh, <laughs> he's eight months old and yeah, he's the best thing that's ever happened. I mean, fatherhood is a whole new ball game. And it's the best feeling ever, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, so I'm flying to California tomorrow. I'm going to be spending time away from my wife and son. And it's a really weird feeling. I mean, I used to be, you know, my twenties, I was a total bachelor and independent. Now I'm going away for four days and I'm like, getting a little anxiety because this would be the longest I've been away from my baby. And uh, yeah, it's just a new way of experiencing life. And it's amazing. Do you, do you, let me ask you if you feel the sensation. Do you remember a time he wasn't there? Yeah, I do. Cause it was not that long ago, but uh, I can't, I can't imagine my story without him now. It's like he was, it's, you know, it was destiny. It was fate. He was always meant to be. And, uh, now he's here. It's like, oh, right. Now this is my son. Of course he's my son. He was always going to be my son. And it's exciting. And it's also actually from being vulnerable for a second. I actually, when I was thinking about him and my wife the other day, I actually teared up a little bit talking to my friend because I said it's a pretty overwhelming feeling to know you would die for someone. I would die for these two people. And that's like, that's heavy. That's overwhelming. That's a brand new feeling. And, uh, yeah, man, it's it's intense. It's having a kid, having a wife and then having a kid just activates a part of uh, your manhood and your masculinity. You didn't know it was there. It was like dormant and it brings it out. And Providing yeah, I, I'm, for I'm, your children is the greatest feeling in the world as a man. There's no absolutely. better feeling than you will ever feel than when they need something and you can provide it, whether it's financially, physically, Anything like that, it is the best feeling in the world. And you Absolutely. know, I have daughters, they're a, a year and about five in a, by next week, they'll be a year and five months. And awesome. so, 
they're basically like double your kid's age, which is hilarious because at this very short time. <laughs> and um, I, I, when I asked if I, I, if you remember a time with them, I every every memory I have is somewhat filtered through the notion of that I have children, even even Agreed. as a child. Agreed. I still there is this thing that my kids are in my life, and I still think about them as juxtaposed to how that applies to them. So almost everything in my life is is done through the, the prism of having children. And it's a very unusual thing. I think it's a chemical thing done purposely so you keep your eye on the ball with your children. And it is truly an amazing thing. So as we go on, I, I, I you know, I have, uh, I have daughters. Uh, you know, a big thing is like, how am I going to what uh, what part of me am i going to allow to become part of them in terms of how they see the world and i think that's very important because you know through recovery i was able to see the things that my father was teaching me and and later on when i asked him why would you say that to me he would go because that was said to me and then you realize it's generational trauma being passed down from generation to generation. And for me, totally. all I want in life is not to put my shit on my kids. Oh man, me too. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've been talking. I was talking to my wife about this the other day. It definitely being a father highlights the parts of me that are underdeveloped, the parts of me that need some work, parts of me that lean towards being a little selfish and a little less patient and. Um, yeah, and I have to. I have to. I'm. I'm working on becoming better because I recognize more clearly some of the spots that I was uh, falling short. And I and I and like you, man. I don't want to. I don't want to. I love my parents, but I don't want to make the same mistakes they did. And I'm determined not to. And Sonia's the same way. My wife. She doesn't. We want to be, you know, the best parents we can be. So yeah, I totally relate to what you're saying. So before we move on to what what we really want to get into. Obviously, I'm very vocal about my vulnerabilities, my character defects, my vices in life. I do that because I think you're only as sick as your secrets. But I think when you have kids, you really don't, you really want to erase that part of your history and you want to like present the greatest you that you can present. Uh, have you had that feeling? Are there parts of you like, oh, what am I going to do if they find out about that? Oh, I have this little little dark passenger with me. How am I going to handle that while trying to be the moral compass of this this person I brought into the world? Yeah, in fact, you probably I, I hear my boy right outside the door. Um, yeah, uh, well, one thing for me was a big one for me was quitting smoking weed, and I did that right before I got married. So we got married in October of 2019, and then we had our son in October of 2020, and. I kicked the habit abruptly after smoking or, or like ingesting at least THC for almost 20 years. I quit it abruptly, cold turkey, without looking back because I didn't want to, you know, take on this next chapter in life with a crutch like that. And no offense towards cannabis or people who love it. I mean, I certainly i am grateful for my relationship with it to an extent, but I definitely was using it as a crutch, as a, as a way of hiding and a way of like, I don't know. I leaned on it too heavily. And so that was a big one. And as far as now, now that he's born, I think I really have to keep my temper in check. I'm noticing that my 
And granted, sleep deprivation is a real thing. Oh, <laughs> Your yeah. First year as a parent. So <laughs> yeah, our patient is already a bit, you know, uh, shorter. But I'm having to keep my, I don't want him to see me freak out. You know, I want, I want him to see strength and love and feel that and not someone who's like stressing out because, you know, we went through a big move and that, you know. Oh, you moved from where? What's up? Where'd you move from? We were, well, we've been in a real odyssey the last few years. We were most recently in Eastern Washington. We left Los Angeles in 2018. We lived in a travel trailer for two years and then we landed in Washington and then we finally bought a property in North Idaho in December and moved in in April. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm most recently from Washington, but I'm, you know, I'm a California guy. I'm originally from Southern California. So yeah. Well, so a big thing that you wanted to talk about was how to interact with humanity and, and how to interact with our fellow human beings when you have seen what you've seen in terms of how the world works, you know, when you are a conspiracy theorist, the label, again, I, I own that label. I'm fine with people call me a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, yeah, I know some people get really angry at some people now call conspiracy realist, realist and stuff like that. Um, so let's get into that. What are your thoughts on that whole thing? Yeah, well, I really feel like, you know, I'm like you. I mean, I my main character on Joy Camp was the conspiracy guy. So I'm pretty okay, you know, being associated with someone who uh, acknowledges that there's some conspiracy going on. But what I've noticed in the last couple of years, especially in 2020, was just uh, uh, elevated polarization, elevated division and censorship. And not just censorship from, you know, YouTube or the media, but like censorship within families and amongst friends. And in addition, so when I'm, as my wife was getting more and more pregnant, I thought, what can I do to help? Because 2020 was a weird year how can I up my game going from being someone who just performs at conferences to doing something that actually helps people. And so I thought maybe I could help fill that void there. There's a serious lack of uh, effective communication going on and it's more challenging than ever because there's landmines set, right? So, you know, person you were trying to have a conversation with, if you say the, a buzzword, they'll hear it and then automatically assume the worst and they'll associate you with all, all kinds of other things that you may or may not agree with. And then, you know, the, 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 the schism has been established and now you have to kind of claw your way back. So how do you, how do you at the very least stay friends or stay in a comfortable relationship with someone who you care about uh, when dealing with a difficult subject, whether or not you can change their mind or not, which I think you can sometimes, but how do you just like stay civil? Cause so many people now are like losing touch with friends and family arguing over opinions and it's just tragic it's heartbreaking so anyway yeah that's what i've been mainly focusing on is how to um how to bridge that gap i i get blown away by the amount of people that will sever relationships over issues about people they've never met once in their life these people they see on the screen these people they see on the television their computer screen, they invest all this emotional loosh into them. And when someone that they know on a personal level, and it could be for decades, if not their entire life, 
sees it differently, they're willing to cut, to cut and, and run, especially when it comes to family. And I do believe that we are way more quick to sever a relationship with a family member because you can never not be family, right? We're brothers, we're sisters, we're, 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 we're cousins, uncles, aunts, parents, grandparents. No matter what happens, that stays the same. So the, the dramatic, you know, I'm not talking to you anymore and the multiple t- for however long you go not talking to them, it, it, it's very easy because they will always be your family. Yep. And family, unfortunately, are usually the hardest people to reach of all. And so how do you, how do you keep that? And you basically have to weigh what's important, right? Like, is it more important to get your point across or is it more important to just keep them as your family that you can talk to? So, but, but before 2020 politics was just politics this year, people thought shit was going down. People are pedophiles queuing on. So I think it was way more than just like, Hey, abortion or Hey, gun rights. It was, it got deep. The Wuhan ain't real. Like Thanksgiving this year was way different than a couple Thanksgivings ago because even that, my mom said no politics dude, between no one here. Couldn't agree more. That's ex- exactly. 2020 took it to the next level. And when you and it's on purpose. I mean, so we're being divided on purpose. So whenever I see that, I'm like, okay, how do I how can I help that? So we're intentionally being divided more than ever. Like this is the most divisive time I've ever seen by a lot. So I'm determined to, you know, bridge those gaps any way I can. This is uh, this is not cool. Like div- divided we fall, right? That's that's the old paradigm. That's the old uh, phrase. So, how do we avoid it? And I think that starts with communication. I, I think a big a big thing is, and I don't want to jump anything, so I'll let you go. But you know, I, I very early in this show, I wrote these rules. I call them the rules of the Ronin, because I believe in being a masterless samurai, and you know, and and having no masters. No leaders, no masters. And that to me really gets into like, hey man, stop joining political parties, you know? Stop joining that. Stop thinking because how many times you've gone and voted and you look down and you're just like, these, these, these are R, 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 not knowing any of their politics, not knowing anything they're doing. You're just hitting R's and D's. And that just the the whole purpose of basically being politically uh, uh, engaged. It just really destroys all of it. So these are the rules that I wrote a long time ago, and every day I'm like, man, I, I really think these are great ideas. Here they are. Rule number one, I am part of no group. Rule number two, I do not defend those I personally do not know. That's very important. Three, I defend no action or decision that I was not personally a part of. That's a very hard, um, a hard one. Four, I do not, I do not spread knowledge to those who do not, do not seek it. And five, I, I, we right the wrongs. Now, some people think some of those are uh, contradict each other. They do not. When you truly do understand what they are and how they operate, and I think it's very. Imp- I, I I apply those to the best of my abilities to any conversation, any just way of interacting with people. I am a conspiracy theorist in a progressive town of retards. 
and they are retards and they there is no logic to how they think and and it goes back to what i've been pounding in the show which is intelligence and smarts are two different things intelligence is understanding systems and how to operate and survive and, and thrive in those systems smarts is intuition feel understanding of of humanity and those don't aren't always the same thing you could be smart okay and you could be intelligent but just because you're intelligent doesn't always mean you're smart so i i i to be able to walk into let's say the comedy store the improv the laugh factory and not be getting into fist fights with everybody after i've seen the things they've said about me on the internet and just to be able to engage with these people <clears throat> is like a humongous part of this. So where do you want to start, Benny? Let's. Yeah. Let well, I just want to say I really appreciate that. In fact, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I just have a, I have a new level of respect for you after hearing that creed came up with. That's that's next level, man. That's like you gave yourself a, a rubric to work from, and a lot of people don't do that. Can you read number two again? Number two is uh, I def. I do not defend those I personally do not know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that was, I wouldn't mind having a copy of that. I'll send it to you. Dude, no really we actually have posters of them. Yeah, Remember? but I'll send you a copy of it. Yeah, we're supposed to make, I have to make posters. Yeah, if them. you could uh, just buy that online, uh, we'll send you the link. No, I'll send it to you, dude. Come on, dude. <laughs> Good job. The intern. Oh, that's great. And, then, <laughs> and, then, and then you said, you said you, you won't, you won't, basically, you won't implore what you, think on the people who aren't ready to hear it. Yes. Right. And that's, that's again, that's, that's elevated thinking. And I think that is one of the keys, you know, people have to want it. You can drop seeds. And I'm not saying don't do that. Like, I think there's actually a really a nuanced way to drop seeds, ask questions in a way that can possibly build interest, but you can't just give someone the wisdom unless they're ready to hear it. And that's really important. I mean, as badly as we want, certain people in our lives to change their minds and to make different decisions, you can't force it. And if they're not ready, they're not ready. And that's, you know, again, weighing what's important, whether it's better to make your point or better to just have a good relationship with them still. And that's hard, you know, to, to get to that point where you kind of like release your expectation and release having an influence on the outcome. And I really like that, man. That was good. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at athletic greens the most comprehensive daily nutritional beverage i've ever tried okay with so many stressors in life it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our body the nutrition nutrients it needs to thrive okay busy schedule poor sleep exercise stress or simply not eating enough of the right foods okay this is where athletic greens can help okay their daily all-in-one superfood powder is your nutritional essentials okay it is by far the easiest most delicious nutritional habit that you can can add to your health routine today and empower you to take over your health okay own your health ownership of your health that's what we're talking about i can't recommend this enough to friends or family okay one tasty scoop of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins minerals and whole food source ingredients including a multivitamin multi-mineral probiotic green foods blend and more that all work together to fill in the gaps in your diet, okay? Increase your energy and your focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without having to take multiple 
vitamins, multiple products, okay? So this is what what's going on right now, dude, okay? Right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during these spring months, okay? They are offering my audience free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packets with your first purchase. If you visit my link today, you're basically never have to buy vitamin D again. Okay. I just tell all my friends, all my family, I drink this every day, every morning, kickstarts my day, getting my multi, uh, my nutritional greens and getting my multivitamin, multimillionaire, probiotic, superfood to kick off the day. All right. I tell all my family and friends to do it. So this is what I need you to do. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and join health experts, athletes, conspiracy podcasters, and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packets today. I always see people wake up, you know, they're one way and then boom, they wake up. And when you have that wake-up moment, your first instinct is, I have to be Paul Revere, and I have to ride and let everybody know about what I've learned, right? You're like, the lizard people, the pedophiles, the bankers, you know? And I get it. I get it. And I see in videos where people, with, with their passion for humanity, They've kind of gone red line and they, they just want to save the earth and also scorch the earth at the same time. And to me, it's like, I get that, go through it, get it out of your system, man, and just know it's going to solve nothing. Mm. Yeah. You have to remember yeah. how you would have received the same information like five years before you woke up because <laughs> there was a time in my life you could have told me all this shit. And I would have been like, okay, buddy, oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah but, uh, I don't have any money. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go away. Go yeah. away. Gross. Whatever crazy person. Right, right, right. I mean, there's a time in all of our lives when we wouldn't have received it, I'm sure. Like those documentaries, like when, when someone sees it, how many people do they send it to? It could be a 9-11 one. It could be the Fallen Cabal. My sister sent me the Fallen Cabal. She sent it to everybody. And it was one of those funny things where it's like, I thought you weren't into it. But that one video might happen, and then you're like, everybody. But that might not wake that person up. Yeah, you can't. I mean, people, okay, okay, I, I have a system I do, but I want to hear what Benny's whole thoughts on that is, and I'll tell you what I do. My thoughts? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, Paul Revere, good, that was a good analogy, because it is, I mean, I know from making mistakes. Like, I was that out-of-control guy who just, you know, when I first started waking up, quote-unquote, back in college, 15 16 years ago, your first impulse is to tell everybody because it's the most important thing you've ever thought of or realized. And you want everyone else to get on the same page only to be met with either indifference or just straight up anger. And that's really difficult. So stifling that impulse, especially now because, um, 2020 brought on a lot of new, uh, brought in a lot of new people. You could say to the truth movement, and those people's impulses is to just bah, fire hose their friends and family with the truth about whatever. And how do you keep that in check? How do you like rein in that energy and not stifle it, but redistribute it so that it's actually productive? Um, yeah. I, I think it is very important. A, bi a big thing I do when I realize it's a hot button issue, the first thing I go, 
What do you think? Mm. What? Oh, dude, do you think 9-11 was inside job? Well, what do you think? And then based on where they're at, I can slowly know where to start. And and, and and if they push back, I'm like, okay, I, I got, I mean, I, I, and I say this, no matter what you think and no matter what I think, nothing's going to change. Kind of what I do. People are like, do you believe in flat earth? And I'm like, well, what do you believe in 9-11 first? Before I answer my question, because I need to know if you say 9-11 was a, the, the, what the media said, the Earth's global. I don't want to argue with you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're just coming at me to make fun of me. You're just coming at me to make fun of me and think though, that I'm an idiot. Those two guys are the hardest ones for people. You got to start somewhere else than that. I mean, you can JFK, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That you you need a better entry point than well, 9/11. Well, I just asked, and, what are your thoughts? No, but I mean, the, but I was just responding to actually mostly. Yeah. I mean, those, that's a difficult one actually to ask somebody about 9/11. Well, just I'm, find out find out where they feel like they're getting screwed. Yeah, that's, I think that's yeah. the key. Yeah. Find everybody can agree that the system is screwing people over in some way. What's that access point? And get on the same page. I mean, that's the key. You got to get on the same page as them. You got to show that person that you care about the same things. You have shared values because then they'll trust you. You got to show that you have that you have you have a similar, you know, capacity for uh, 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 empathy and compassion. And then you can start to ask those questions and figure out where exactly they're at. But find, you know, we're living in a victim culture. So where do they feel like they're a victim? Enter there and show them that you agree and some level, you know, don't, 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 uh, don't you represent yourself well, but that's the key. Get on the same page. Show them that you have the same values. I, I completely agree with all that. I think it's very important that you, you know, when you take a look at you, go, where you, where, well, that's a great point. Like, you should find out where in their life a conspiracy has happened, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like when when everyone's going off about, like, uh, you know, Hillary, government, and everyone's going nuts. I go, have you guys ever had a boss that was full of shit? Like, I, I, I worked at, I worked at um, KFC when I was in high school, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, yeah. And I had an asshole for a boss. Like, at that point, you realize power corrupts, right? I mean, on the smallest levels. Yeah, on the smallest levels. Right? So w- what happens when it's for all the marbles? And you have to be a certain kind of psychopath just to get that level of authority, you know? Like and that's the, that's the big thing, too. It's like, I go, I go, when I talk to people, I go, listen, man, I understand what you're saying, okay? But the truth of the matter is, is like, you're projecting you mm. and the people you love onto these people you've never met before. Yeah. And to me, that's a big to look at Hillary as your mom, your grandma is part of the ploy that they do. All of that is done. Like I'm with her. That's done purposely to elicit responses. We can do it with Trump as well. I mean, there's a lot of uh, he's an outspoken guy. He doesn't take it. He, you know, you know, his whole thing when, you know, political correctness coming, here comes Trump calling fuck Rosie O'Donnell fat ass, right? Like we love the truth, right? All that stuff is done purposefully to elicit a emotional response, positive or negative. Exactly. And like you said, we're dealing with retards. Yeah. And I, I say that with love. I say that <laughs> from the heart. Like it's retarded. Retarded just means limited, right? So people's thinking has been limited and their emotions have been exploited. Got to remember, these people are coming from a good place. Even if they're being what we think is absolutely brainwashed, it's their heart 
that's being manipulated. It's their good intentions. It's their willingness to trust that's being exploited. So they're not bad people. They may be, you know, complying with stuff that'll, that is uh, <laughs> making the situation not great for everybody, but it's their, it's the goodness inside of them that's being the most taken advantage of. So you got to come to them with an open heart and not with your fists up and recognize that it's not just brainwashing, it's heart manipulation that's creating the uh, retardation. And, and, and by the way, I have zero problems with a retard. If you do, you don't know me. Okay. <laughs> I think, you know, I flunked first grade. All right. I can't say anybody's names. I, my grammar, I don't. A lot have going on for you in first grade, huh? You had a busy. Oh, dude, eating ass. Yeah. I was eating ass. Now, I don't know if I ate ass in the first time I went through <laughs> or the second time I went oh, through. Oh, interesting. Okay. But I think it was the experience. first time I went through. But the point is. Either way, it was in first grade. It, it was a matter. big year for me, okay? <laughs> big year. Yeah. Two years. Yeah, it was like it, it was like a Led Zeppelin. It looked great, and then it crashed and burned. Uh, I did fifth grade twice, so I'm, did, a, I'm, I'm in a similar boat. What do you think is harder, doing first grade twice or fifth grade twice? Mm. I might say fifth grade. Only I might, well, I might say first grade because I know what fifth grade was like. I think first grade would be harder because like you're so young and impressionable, you don't really have an idea. Like, wait, why are my friends going forward and I have to stay here? But fifth grade was not that hard because it was I was changing schools and. My parents were concerned with my uh, my 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 lazy habits, so they were like, "Let's get him a let's make him the oldest in the class instead of the youngest." I didn't even know your your parents can just be like, "Hey, I, I want you to go to fifth grade again." Is that how that well, works? Well, he could have worked. Really, that's, that's so interesting. My father didn't want to hold me back, and my my mother and the teacher were like, "No, we're holding him back." But it's very interesting. Here we are having <laughs> a conversation. Two guys were held back, and Right now, are anti-establishment, in my humble opinion, who aren't retarded. Yeah, who are? Uh, it's questionable with me, <laughs> on, and my friend. On, on a different note, with a mild retarded. All of us struggle with a mild retarded. We all have that, right? We all have that, and we've just listened. I mean, like, you know, when you look at like why people get mad, they think you're talking about people with special needs. But I've never ever heard anyone go, oh, you know, like that retard. <laughs> it, like nobody does that. You know, they say that too. You know. Uh, uh, Ted Cruz or or Hillary Clinton or, or George Bush. Or a friend that got two vaccines. Yeah, or your buddy who, <laughs> who got both of the vaccines. That's unbelievable. That's it's a full-on retard. Sure. Yeah, right? I mean, like, to me, like, retards are just, like, idiot, idiot assholes, you know? Not necessarily bad people. But the point... Stunted brain development. Yeah. Or, you know, there's also a stubbornness there to a lot of stuff. But the point is, it's... Um, you know, it's and that comes through school and the people who are who play by the rules very early and again show intelligence. Your kid is very intelligent, they'll tell you. Very intelligent kid. Sometimes they'll say smart, but I think that's the wrong term there. But your kid, you all, you have a very intelligent kid. Child, that's somebody who could recognize patterns, and then they get on the dean list. And I, I for me, as I watch these people. I watched them slowly be like kind of pushed into jobs where it's miserable. Like if you follow the system so far, it will eventually lead you to something dead end spiritually. And early on in your life, when you show an inability to follow the rules, they pound on you very early. 
barrier. They guilty. They make you Punish feel you like crap. Make you feel dumb, like you can't pay. Well, and now they're diagnosed it with ADD, ADHD. So you're on drugs really young when you show those kinds of uh, those signs. Yeah, man, it's a lot of traps. The good news though is that liberation is pretty quick. So they take look how look how hard they try to indoctrinate someone. I mean, years, but the better part of two decades when you first enter the realm. But liberation, all it takes is one thread to be pulled and you're out of it. Then you're questioning everything, you know? So as hard as they can try, as hard as, you know, as fully like in control of the system as they try to be and in control of your mind, they try to be, there can still be, you can still be liberated. Like no matter what, like that's beautiful. You cannot stifle the human spirit or freedom for too long. It's in us. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, man. You know, I don't know how many people I want to save anymore. Like, I really don't. Like, why am I going through all this chaos of trying to wait? Not on the show. If you listen to the show, you're doing your own work. And I appreciate that. And even though some of you guys complain about the show here and there, we do try our hardest to put out the best product, right? We work really hard on that to the best of our ability. But outside here, I'm over trying to wake people up i'm over it's like eddie bravo sometimes is so you know he's just way ahead of his time he just said like if you don't see yeah i can't help you this was a long time ago. it was like two years ago no this was like right before maybe, yeah maybe, maybe like a year ago the, so. the election was going yeah. on if you can't see what they're doing and i think even, that's a good place to be it's a great place to be because you want to i think lead by example you know, and that was a big shift for me a couple of years ago. You know, I've been pumping out content. I've been doing comedy. I've been doing poetry. I've been trying to help people. And I was still met with just vitriol from certain family members calling me the meanest things you can imagine. And it clicked. I was like, man, the key is not to try to change their mind, but I have to just keep living by example. I have to be undeniable in my life so they can think whatever they want. But my life is a reflection of success. You know, I'm, I've, I've got, I've got a great I love that. life. I got a great, I got a family. I have, I have a house that I own. I have a business that I'm running. I have the best friends. I travel like all this stuff, you know, so they can say whatever they want, but no, my life is actually is the proof that I'm not some. You know, I love that. And that is shit. so important. Cause that gets down to me. Law of attraction, right? It's like, you know, what you what you perceive becomes your reality, okay? Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't get the spots in Hollywood like I used to. And I could be really sad about that. I could be, wah, 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 me sad. Nobody like me, 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 mumpa. Or I could focus on the fact that my shows on the road are selling out. I'm touring more than I ever have. I'm about to celebrate the 500th episode of a show that started out of nowhere with a bunch of friends who work really hard on it, and we're gonna pack out two shows, maybe even three. And I and I I may I'm doing very well with premium content. I'm about to like edit a new special. I mean, I have so much things that are going great, and I just I'm not I can't worry about what these other people think of me because exactly. at the end of the day man when anybody needs help i always come running and if they want to throw out 20 years of of 
of relationship over a disagreement over a presidency or a virus or any of that that they think is so important to them, then I can't help them. We were never really friends in the first place. Exactly. You will know them by their fruit, right? So you, if you, once you stand up for truth and you, and you just you have that fearless self-confidence and you do what you want to do that you think is right, you'll lose some people, but you'll gain the best people. You'll gain the right people. I mean, you'll get, I, I've lost a lot of friends and I have lost touch with some family members, unfortunately, but my friend circle at this point is epic. Like I have the best people around me because like attracts like, right? I've lost some people. I sacrificed, I mean, I sacrificed my career in Hollywood years ago. I lost a lot, but I've gained the best stuff as a result. And uh, it only could, it had to happen this way. I had to like walk away from that career in order to get the life that was really the best reflection of uh, who I am. And it's, yeah, it's awesome. I think 2020 really shed light on what's important to people individually, right? Like what's important to you. And, you know, to lose some things, sometimes you lose what you never had or didn't want, right? Like I'm not saying about family members because that always hurts, but I'm talking about opportunities, uh, peers, stuff like that. And I remember when... You know, I had a girlfriend break up with me. And leading up to that four months, four months before that breakup, I would every day go, today's the day I break up with her. Today's the day. And mm. it never happened. And I would just keep talking about it. And then one day she calls me. He's like, I don't want a day anymore. And I was devastated. Huh. I was devastated. I was like, why? Why did we got something so good? I remember going. I went to Lord of the Rings. I was just crying in the movie <laughs> theater. So and it was because I just wanted to be by myself. And, and I've had friends who have lost some stuff in 2020 because of things that happened to them very publicly. But I know these guys before this. And I would hear them talk about things going on and the misery that they, they caused them. And then when it gets taken away, they're like, I miss it. So I'm like, no, you didn't, dude. You didn't miss it. And if, you, if it was important to you, it would come back to you. It really would. If it's important, it will always come back to you, dude. If it's a big part of your life, it will come back to you. And if they go away, if, if they go uh, away, they were never part of the plan. If it's important, don't cheat on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like someone's inner voice. Came outside on that one, huh? <laughs> you won't regret things by taking action. You'll regret things by not taking action. So the, the repercussions are worse for the things you let go by when you know they're a good opportunity. You let it slide, you're going to regret that. But if you take action and you fail, well, maybe the failure will just help you figure out how to be successful the next time. You know, it's just information. So be willing to fail and you will regret less. And you might lose some people. It happens. I had, I had the same exact experience with a girl about 10 years ago. Last girl I was in love with before my wife is we didn't see eye to eye on things. And I was ready to break up with her. And then she pulled a fast one on me. And I was devastated for months afterwards. <laughs> she and, she, and she called me really bad things. And now, and then next thing I know, I'm, I'm looking at pictures of Instagram of her recently. And she was seven months pregnant getting her second, uh, you know what, jab in the arm. And I was like, wow, I guess... 
it all unfolded exactly the way it was supposed to because, uh, you know, she wasn't ready for what I was talking about, and I found a much better situation for myself. And I, you know, hope I hope for her sake that it doesn't. Uh, I hope have long term so repercussions. That or you could have been the one getting the job. She could have convinced you eventually, uh, or she could be mentally so. she terrorizing <laughs> you into doing it. Right? Yeah. Which you is know females. always yeah. She could have hold up the pussy. No pussy, no vaccine. You I love how their... you think it's pussy. <laughs> That's how you know he's young. <laughs> that he thinks it's about pussy. Yeah. It's, it's not about pussy. Yeah. It's about spiritual, <laughs> emotional terrorism. That, you know, a good man doesn't hit women, and some women take advantage of that. And you should never hit women, because my mother didn't raise me that way. But, you know, it's like, you know, there's a lot of guys that blow their brains out. We never really talk about that. They end up killing themselves, and why is that? And sometimes, because emotionally, they can't take what's going on and that. And if women killed themselves at the rate that men killed themselves, it would be part of every halftime show at the at an NFL game. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, we'd all be wearing like little dark pink ribbons, you know, yeah. on, like the. But nobody talks game. about it. Dark but it is funny though when you hear like when Chris Brown hit Rihanna, what'd you say? What Rihanna do? Sometimes it's like, hey, what did she do? Even though it doesn't matter, but it's always like, well, you run in a different, do? you run in a different crowd than me. I didn't go, what that bitch do? I didn't think that at all. I'm just shocked that you know I have I have people who are quote unquote canceled, right? And then you see Chris Brown is. Playing stadium tour. Uh, well, uh, Bill Cosby just got out. Clean Bill, slate. Yeah, Bill Cosby just got out. Yeah, but, that? He yeah, got but, on a technicality though. Yeah, I, and, but it's and I don't want to get into that whole thing. But it's like rules for thee and not for me. And from uh, the truth of the matter is, is like there is a better situation for you out there, and it's never too late to change it up. I'm in recovery meetings with people who get s- sober in their seventies, and they've never been happier. Oh, it's never too late. To begin the first day of your life. That's crazy. One of, my, one of my favorite sayings is leap and the net will appear. It's a magnet on my fridge. Huh. You know, you got to take risks. You got to like take action. I mean, don't let the intimidation of not being liked get in the way of you doing something. And even if you find out that, that thing you want to do isn't the right thing, by doing it, you will be closer to the thing that's right. You know, you got to take action. Uh, it's, it's cliche, but the biggest obstacle in any of our way is ourselves always it's not the person who disagrees with you it's not someone who's yelling at you for not wearing a mask it's you you're the you're in your own way and well not to get nothing like this a segue about my course but i can help unlock your blocks if you're interested so i will get do you teach a course on this is that what you're saying i do yeah i teach a course on communication okay we're gonna get into that Uh, the final thing i just want to bring up is and you know this is a very important part of the show I got an email from one guy and it's one guy only, you know, (laughs) but sometimes you get that one. You're like, this represents 10,000 people. And it's really not. But he's like, what's up with all the progressives on your show, bro? (laughs) You have none but progressives, man. I counted. There was two in the last like 15, two. How right wing is it? I mean, were you talking to Adolf Hitler here? I don't even know. (laughs) But it was was Jeff Brini and, 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 and Jimmy Dore. And they brought both brought up really great points. But listen, man, the key to life is not to live in an echo chamber. The key to life, and this is the most important thing, is as a conspiracy theorist, just know, dude, you're not there to just talk to people you agree with. 
It's very boring, man. And if your ideas can't stand up to scrutiny, then what are they anyway? If your ideals and ideas can't stand up to scrutiny, what, what are they? Yeah. Which is why the, the, the progressives are censoring so much. Exactly. Because their ideas can't. Let their sandcastles crumble. Yeah. The moment we stop listening, we're, we're screwed. We're dead in the water. We have to hear. Even if we strongly oppose it, you have to listen to it. I mean, I'm so sick of hubris. I'm so sick of everyone thinking they're so sure that they're right. Arrogance on everyone's part. I'm not just talking about on the left. I'm talking on the left, the right, and everywhere in between. Anybody who is arrogant, who's on a pedestal, thinking they have it all figured out, you don't. If you're, if one, actually, a guy in, in a chat from one of my live streams said, "If you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room." Dude, I love that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I love that. I yeah. should get out of this room then. I can be in any room. <laughs> You could be. <laughs> I never have to worry about that, bro. That ain't my problem. I don't have to worry about that. But man, it's like be open, be like you know. It's like everyone always laughs at the left when they you know they go after their own for their political correctness that eventually eats itself. Well, guess what? The conspiracy theorists do that as well. The right does that as well. The truth community does that as well. If you don't see exactly the way they see it, everyone loses. Is their effing skulls and the reality is, is like we should all agree on basic stuff like when you bring up 9-11 as long as you both agree that hey man it didn't go down the way we were told by the news media and the government that's the starting point and that should be the most important point everything else is like it's just it, it doesn't mean anything yeah, like how many people are on the plane who cares yeah who it's, cares who or, fuck? Or, or it's like were they planes or were they drones who cares who cares yeah. Yeah. and even if you want to go versus you know project blue beam versus real play who cares well yeah i mean think about the, the the minute differences that define sects of religions that people kill each other oh over i mean these just shades of distinction bear hardly a difference like the Sunnis and the Shiites for example and those people i mean they they hate each other with them it's blood it's a blood uh, you know feud right. division is the goal we have to try not to allow it to uh, divide us too much. It doesn't mean you have to be best friends with someone you disagree with, but if you're if you're shutting them out, like you said, if you if you don't have if you're in an echo chamber, you're not really going to make much progress. Yeah, I agree. So let's get into some of your courses here. You 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 teach people. You say how to stop being conspiracy theorists, but is that really is is that the term that we want to use? I'm like. I love being a conspiracy theorist. I think it's how maybe for me it's like how how to be blade and be a vampire and walk amongst the the daywalkers, right? Yeah, like that's so, kind of so how I see it. The less uh, the less, I guess, like buzz buzz way to say that is how to stop being the conspiracy guy without losing your integrity or values. That just doesn't sound, doesn't have the same ring to it. But I do have a free webinar you can watch. Says how to stop being the conspiracy guy, and that's based off of me. You know, the, I was the conspiracy guy on Joy Camp, the, the turd in the punch bowl, the guy who ruins every conversation. <laughs> how to stop being considered that guy, and how to actually have productive conversation about topics that you find important. So it's not about stopping being a conspiracy theorist or what you believe in or what you know. It's about how to handle yourself in a way and broach subjects in a way that gives, allows for the person to receive information a little better than perhaps just, like we said earlier, like Paul Revere and 
fire hosing the person, how to do it with a little more tact, nuance, so that they can hear you. Breathe, let it breathe, man. And just like at the end of the day, what you believe, what they believe, it, it's not going to change anything. And it's well, like change. Well, I, well let, my point is when I say that is like the real change has to come from within. You okay? You know all this stuff's going on. What do you do with that information? Yes, we could all march, and I think marches are great because it it, it provides synergy, right? Yeah. And, and it shows a line of force, but the real the real work is inside. It's also a smaller level than it's like one on one. You know, it's a person to person. Like marches and stuff. I I I, I think. They do more for the people who are marching than to actually affect people outside of right, you know, right. people that see it on the street. Like the poet John Mayer said, nobody uh, changed their mind from the paint on a sign. And I, I totally agree with that. You know, I mean, you're holding up a sign with a clever line. It's not going to do anything. You or, know? or a tweet yeah, or a tweet, an Instagram a tweet, post. You think you're changing the world, but really you're just kind of, that's a masturbatory. And then even some me. people know. Some people know. One of my friends, some of my friends are going to some concert and they're like, Come on, come with us. You got to get the vaccine. I'm like, no. And then I try and they're like, we already know, dude. Just the faster we do it, the faster we get to go and everything goes back to normal. So they kind of know, but they don't give a fuck. He really was just like, just hurry up and take it. Like, you can't I, change yeah. him, man. They can't change him. Yeah, the worst part is that he knew. He's like, I already know, dude. It's just I don't care. I need to go back to normal life. It's a weird thing because it's like that's being super in the moment, right? That's super in the moment. Like we only have today. What is the future? But then it's like, well, there is. A, it's like Doug Stanhope's joke about how he lived like there was no tomorrow, and then tomorrow happened, and he had a fucking bunch of credit card debt and STDs, <laughs> and just you know, in a lot of a lot of trouble. So uh, I think it's it's like this weird balance. What are your thoughts, Benny? Well, I was just thinking. I think that you know, I think. The primary goal should be with communication should be trying to find other people that are like you. I think building at this point, finding building a community that's strong is really, I think, should be people's primary goal because we don't know what's coming. I mean, I think we can all probably all agree that we're in some really strange times. I don't think we've seen the end of it. Like we're we're just the beginning of like some real weirdness. And I think to have a support system of people that you trust who would have your back no matter what is a good thing to uh, start working on. So if you, I think your communication efforts should be with that in mind. Rather than trying to change the person's mind who doesn't care, like you said, doesn't care whether the vaccination is good or bad, they just want things to go back to normal. That person's maybe not the person you should be targeting with your communication. But, you know, putting your voice out there in a way that will find the right people and build that that uh, that community. That That is how we're going to, get through things i think and I, I think it's you know kind of universal probably always that way but now more than ever have people that will have your back in your life because uh we don't know what's coming and it's gonna get weird i uh, yeah i think they keep saying it's gonna get weird but i think it's just gonna get weird on the television and on the internet and again if you're in an area let's say like los angeles <laughs> where everybody's fully retarded maybe you don't want to be here right now there are places like Huntington Beach where they where they think differently, or even San Diego, and, and that's just the truth. It's like, you know, I mean, you want to be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want, but sometimes that's not this realm, and it doesn't work out that way. And you know what Benny's kind of saying is, you got to learn to vibe with your tribe and find those yeah. who, who and think like you. 
I'm not trying to fear monger at all. In fact, I am a self-proclaimed apocaloptimist. I feel good. I tend to project positive. I look, I look for what are positive signs coming from the news. Um, so I, I'm not starting to get people to get afraid, but having a good, having good community, I think is always a good idea. I mean, I, for instance, so I have a, I have a son and I was a little nervous when we found out he, what, my wife was pregnant at the beginning of last year. Cause it was, we found out she was pregnant in February and then everything went crazy in March and the first couple months that he was alive or sorry, that she was pregnant. I thought, Oh, we picked the wrong time. Like he's, this is a bad time for him to come to the world. And I was scared. And then all of a sudden something changed. And I thought, no, he's coming here at exactly the right time. This isn't an accident. It's not a mistake. He's meant to be here. It's fate. This is, this is the perfect time for him to come into the world. So every time I look at my son, I think there's hope. I feel really good about our prospects for the future. You know, we have truth on our side. We have goodness on our side. And I think we're going to be able to get our, get our way, make our way through any, anything that comes, even if it gets really weird. So I'm not, I'm definitely not a fear monger. I'm actually a really hopeful person, which I think why people are, you know, tend to be drawn to my context. I keep it light. I'm not, I'm not someone who lives in the darkness. I think uh, uh, the more and more weird it gets, the more and more you should turn off whatever you're getting that weird vibe from. I just Amen. think so. It's Agreed. like I turn off sports radio, man, and I know being on conspiracy theorists, everyone's like, sports, so dude, why are you still in the sports? Well, I've been into it. It was how I bonded with my father. We watched you know, bowling on the weekends. We watch baseball. We watch whenever there's a big boxing match. My dad would get the pay-per-view and buy same, a pizza. And it was a big part of my life. And, you know, there was a time where that was sacred and politics were kept out. And because they're there, it's so hard for them to control us now. They've had to use different venues to send propaganda to us and that's what's going on right now they are their ratings are tumbling and listen they worse. wouldn't be saying ratings are down openly if ratings weren't down if they worked if they could find a way to blame it on anything else yeah. they would be blaming it on everything else and the truth is more and more people are tuning out of their product. Now, what's very interesting is that the NBA playoffs are up a lot because LeBron James isn't in <laughs> and his politics. And the truth oh, is, the truth is, man, is like this show has politics in it. People come to hear the political talk. If I was on a cooking show, right? And I let's say Tim Fowler didn't exist, I would be an idiot to bring politics into my cooking show. But now, because they're so desperate for propaganda, they've had to overreach. And this overreach has caused them to become, in my humble opinion, vulnerable. Totally. And when you open yourself to a bigger, wider audience with your bullshit, you also are opening yourself to more criticism. And hand to God... I will tell you that that's part of me. Like th this show and other shows I do have a big reach. I've opened myself to other people's uh, a, a larger audience, which brings a larger group of criticism. If you go on Brian Callen's 
YouTube channel where he posts our conspiracy social club. The things that are said about me, you don't hear on the other channels. Who's this retard? What drugs are this guy on? How dumb is this dude? Well, welcome to opening yourself more to criticism. But these propaganda machines are overreaching in the places that they shouldn't be, and they're being exposed by new eyes. We just saw it. What did the NFL just do? Their new commercial. You haven't seen it? No, what is it? It says uh, NFL is gay, NFL is trans, NFL is this. And <laughs> and, all, and we, I posted it on Tim and all the comments are just people that watch football and they're no one that watches it, football man, are stoked about that. It does it just it's useless, dude. And they you know, you said they would they would have blamed it on they did blame it on other stuff for you. They blamed it on white guys running the industry for years. And now that you know they've started to to uh to kind of uh weave together politics and you know agendas with with entertainment obviously now nobody's going yeah well now, the that's why they can't blame it on anything because they did what they wanted to finally and it you know at the obvious level it's not well working. it's so funny because they get so political right and then they don't want to accept that their ratings are down because of their politics. They yeah, do that with LeBron yeah, James all the time. That's why they can't. Oh, they just hate LeBron. The, no, we don't like his politics. Well, the guys are allowed to talk. That's fine, and we're allowed not to tune in. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. LeBron James puts his foot in his mouth constantly. I just love that he's at home. for Because, and, and, you know, the Space Jam posters are everywhere right now because they thought he'd be in the playoffs. Right. And he's, you know, he's at home. That's great. He's at I home. And then, like, the jersey number change, that's supposed to keep his name in the news. The uh, Everybody's full having injuries, that's to keep his name in the news. The point is, as we wrap it up here, is, like, you have to let this stuff go. You know, in my life, in certain relationships in my life, I've learned that I have to lose battles to win wars. <laughs> And sometimes I have to lose way more battles than I'm very comfortable with. But I go, what is the war? And the war is the big one. And I hate using that analogy, war, but it, you got to think about it. You have to lose some battles. You don't, it is not your job to convince everybody about how the world works in reality. Okay? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I will not engage people. I will not. You know, some Wing Chun shit, you know, yeah. just like pushing your energy this way, put deflecting energy, style bending, dude, uh, energy bending. And allow for the transgender stuff in particular to be hilarious. I think it's hilarious. I think it exposes itself. You just can sit back and watch because it's so silly to see men succeeding in women's events, women's sports and being Victoria's Secret models. It's so silly just let it let it run its course because it's ridiculous and laugh at it. It's not. A, I don't think it's a threat. And at the end of the day, it's just they're going to kill all their own brands. I mean, Johnny and I have been talking about Loki, and it's just like I love the show. I, I watched the first episode; it was wonderful. But nobody's going to watch. Nobody's watching that show. The numbers are going down, down, down because Disney is learning that. Do you get too political and you push shit on people? They they'll tune out. These people are going, dare you not to watch? And you know what everybody's saying? Okay, I won't watch. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nope. Once it's gone, it's gone, dog. And that's what you got. You gotta be you gotta we're, we're dealing, I think we're dealing with desperation. Oh, they're yeah. desperate to push these agendas through. And you're seeing it. I mean, when you see every commercial from corporations being about, you know, the jab, like 
they're, they have to push it because people aren't, aren't, some people are, but a lot of people aren't buying it. They're not, they're not interested. They don't care. They're not afraid of the, the coronavirus. So is that new? Their, their do you tactics think that's new? are obviously desperate at this point. Is that new? Do you think that's new? That what do you think? Like that people are, I, it seems to me that people aren't buying the bullshit at a rate that we've never seen. Is that I agree. Yeah. The more more they push, the more pushback there is. Well, the truth is that the internet is a permanent mm. record. Yeah. And you can see their game their game plan. It's like you remember, uh forget the name of the, 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 the point guard. He was for the Utah Jazz, and he's like, Everybody knows our plays because Jerry Sloan's been running the same play <laughs> over and over and over again. Okay. That's what they're doing here. These people aren't into. That's why, like, towards the end of like Trump's uh, Trump's administration, and I'm not sitting there telling you Trump is a savior, but uh, like they start bringing back old neocons because the new the guys who are in power now, nothing they were doing was working. So they're like, let's bring in the old closers, like Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger didn't have to deal with a permanent record. So when yeah. they tried to pull that shit with Iran, they're like. They tried to shoot down our drones, and everyone's like, "Oh, thoughts and prayers to the drones family, right? Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Every everybody saw this is the exact same game plan you pulled with Iraq and Syria. We're not falling for the it Russia anymore. Russia shit, the whole Russia thing, and it just blew up in their face to the point where you got to go, okay, what is left? Just blowing everything up, which is on the table. But do you want to be uh, in control of a decimated country? That has like it's been nuclear bombed everywhere. It's and like they're everyone's always worried about them. I think they are gonna try to do a power grid thing. But like the notion of cutting down the internet off together, they make so much money off your data. It would literally be shooting themselves in the foot. So a lot of this shit is loose stuff. You have to let this stuff go. Stop fighting windmills. And you know what else? I don't know if you saw there's a new Disney movie, Luke or something, but there's a boy and another boy and they're just friends and they gotta be they gotta be gay. Like it was nothing sexual and the gay agenda's like, hey, they're gay and they were like, No, Disney's like we can't just have two friends. So hold on, gay people said they're gay or yeah, was they're, this they're like trying to make it super seem like, Christians no, going, Oh, no. they're butt humping. No, it's it's the gay people mad that why couldn't you make them gay? Like, oh. like they couldn't just be friends. Like two guys, two men can't just be friends without. We them have like to understand also that they're going to push any village idiot. Any village idiot can say anything, and if it's crazy enough, they're gonna push it. Like the one woman's like, "All kids should be on puberty blockers." Said nobody except for one dumb idiot who it. somehow got on Newsweek that nobody reads anymore. But it gets retweeted by all the blue checkmark people on both sides. Dude, you don't think there's some conservative blue checkmark people who are doing the bidding of the power people by retweeting stuff they know is going to agitate everybody? Some people we know, I think, are producers of that kind of content that agitate people, you know? I mean, that we've had, you know, maybe broken, severed ties with, but they've been on this show. Oh, yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. Possibly, possibly. Oh, yeah, I mean, Larry Gators, know. yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know why you're whispering. He doesn't talk about it, and yes, he true. hates yeah. us. Yeah, I mean, so uh, why are we yin-yanging him? Yeah, I guess. I guess we can just say it. But, uh, and, then, and I think, I mean, how many people do you know, really know, who want to abolish the police? I don't know one person. Yeah, but that's the line that, you know, like, I'll abolish the police. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm here smiling hearing this because it's just proves my point. Okay. Even if they have government, media, education, advertising, corporations, et cetera, et cetera, all the social media outlets, even if all those pillars are working together on an agenda, there's still people aren't buying it. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. It doesn't matter how much, it, how in your face it is. People, the truth will ultimately win. It's, and you can laugh at it. And if, and if you feel really threatened, like we're talking about before with fear, if you feel really threatened, if you're really freaked out, you need to surround yourself with some better people. And if you feel like you're really alone in all this, definitely reach out to me because I can help you. Uh, you know, it's in Hollywood, they always say talent will rise to the top. And I just think truth will always rise to the top. Bingo. And there's people who do some serious mental gymnastics in the world that just, I mean, they just, they, what they're doing makes no sense other than conforming to the company line. Uh, and, you know, it's like, tell me you watch MSNBC and CNN without telling me you watch MSNBC and CNN. And I have buddies of mine who are like, we're anti-war when it was the Bushes, but then like, couldn't come to grips with it. Like Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, Obama bombed the fuck out of the Middle East too. And just because you're at a certain age where D's were presented as for the little guys, guess what? Those guys are gone. You know, it's like thinking rock is the same that it was in the seventies. The, you know, out with the old, in with the new and the new are just on your side are just as much as scumbags as the people on the other side. And if you stop getting in to these two party systems and you start realizing it's the same, it's two wings of the same bird. It's a lot easier to accept. Stop joining groups. Be a Ronin, man. Once you do yeah, that, and so, don't don't wait for a savior. Like be be the be the hero of your own life. Don't I, wait for some knight to come in his shining armor and save us all from something. Like that's not going to happen. There might be some heroic people, but be the per save your own life. You can do it, and you have everything inside you to do it. You have everything exactly. you need to make your change. Like I talked about on Cash Daddies recently. It's like I got a lot of shit for when people are trying to push for $15 an hour. I'm like, how about you push to get out of a minimum wage job? Yeah. Saying it could be worse is a death sentence. Think how could it be better and go for that. How could Don't it just, be man, better? That's the same. That's the same attitude people have in voting. Oh, it's the lesser. You know, I mean, really, it's the lesser of two evils. But nonsense. Holding yeah. your nose while Dude, you vote. Dude, if you're saying the lesser two evils, you are voting for the pure evil. Yeah, yeah, of course. You yeah, really are, yeah. and that's what the D's have been running on forever. We're not the R's. Dude, the, the difference between the D's and the R's is the R's don't have to lie to their base because what their base wants and what the, the leaders want tend to be the same thing. Less government, pow more powerful uh, police, more powerful uh, um, uh, uh, military industrial complex because that plays to the elites. And, the, you know, the, the even the poor R's have, like, this lottery mentality where, like, I'm going to win a million dollars. So, I, you know, I'm going to not want to do this and do that. The D's, the leaders of the D's want the same thing the leaders of the R's want, but they got to lie to their base. I mean, Camille Harris could not be, Camel Toe Harris could not be a bigger liar. Then what I mean, and these people who accept her, and when you give them the cognitive dissonance on what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is, is tragic. 
And it's like people just want to be right and not do right. The do right is to go fuck those two. And and the D's really have emotional manipulation down. They know how to play at your heartstrings to make you think that you need more government to protect you and help you, etc. Yeah. I just think it's ridiculous. So where can we check out your 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 your, your, your all your stuff, but your 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 new course? Sure. Well, uh, you can go to bennywills.com, not Willis, bennywills, W-I-L-L-S.com. And if you want to know about my course, it's called Parhesia. And Parhesia is a forgotten word from our lexicon, and it literally means free speech. To speak boldly or freely is what Parhesia means. The course is called Parhesia, the Art of Communication. It's the first thing you can click on when you go to bennywills.com. And if you want to see the free webinar, how to stop being the conspiracy guy or girl in less than an hour, you can sign up and watch it for free. And then if you want to be in the course from there, I'd love to have you. I start on July 13th. So time is of the essence. It's almost full. If you're interested in the Barhesia course, you know, reach out to me. You can email me at Benny at Bennywills.com. In addition, I still somehow have a YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Benny Wills. And I host a weekly meme show Speaking of communication, I think memes are a powerful way to communicate. I love them. It's a great way to laugh. So if you want to see a meme show, then you can be my meme mailing list, and I'll email you all the memes every week so you can use those. Because let's face it, social media, the best thing on social media now, I think, are memes. So I uh, I email out about 100 memes per week to people so they can – spread them like a virus all over their social media platforms. I love that, Benny. That's a great idea. Just send people ammunition. I love that. What a brilliant idea. Hey, hey Benny, uh, how have you have you found that people are willing to interact through email? Is that, is that pop- I'm trying to get Sam to uh, start maybe a mailing list or something. Is that how's that been for you? Yeah, it's been great actually. I mean, yeah, I've been I've been I've been getting people to sign up for the meme mailing list and I don't I don't exploit it. I definitely like keep it for uh keep it keep it memes. But no, it's been great. Like it's meme good to magic, have dude. people I are still have, using their email a, though. What? People seem to still be using their email, right? Yeah, a lot. I think so. Using their email. I think so it's for a good sure. Way to stay in touch just in case anything happens. Like I don't expect to be on YouTube much longer. So that's this what, way that's, I can inform that's what people. I think. Yeah. So my whole thing is that the final thing I want to say to people is stop, stop arguing with people yeah. on, on social media. If I was you, cause this is what I do. I only post, I do not comment on other people's stuff other outside of positivity. Oh, you look great in that. You go girl, kick some ass, beautiful baby, you know, positive energy. That's what I do, man. I, I write down every morning three, three, uh, th- my goals for the day. And goal number one is always, well, goal number one, stay sober. Goal number two is do three nice things for random people without expecting anything back. And that could be simply commenting, hey, man, this is pretty funny. Hey, great job. Oh, you guys are a beautiful couple. Oh, your hair looks great. Oh, what a gorgeous little baby. Congratulations. Those little things are positive energy. But do not argue. You are not changing anybody's life. Arguing on social media. Arguing in general, I think, is pretty futile. But arguing on social media in particular, I mean, I think social media is a trap for that. And it definitely, I think social media has hindered our ability to communicate more than it's helped and if you can have conversations outside of social media do it and my final thing is this do not be afraid 
to block negative energy. If somebody's always coming up with super negative, yeah. on Instagram, let's say you got this post and it's all love, love, and then it's just some nasty comment, click on that. I guarantee you it will be a private account. The move is to mute them so they don't know, though. So no, 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 no. I, I don't even care. You know, I'm at a place where, because, you know, I lost a friend, Brody, that was really affected by the comments on his oh. his uh, a lot of trolling, special. A lot of trolling shit. A kind word to somebody at the right moment can I mean that can be life changing in some cases. I really I, that's why I think what you're doing there is a great idea. Well, even a comment nice like Sam's, even a comment like Sam's, a quick like, "Hey, nice hair, you look beautiful," not, might stop someone from doing something stupid. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. So anyway, it, the course is broken into three parts. Part of it is public speaking because that's for some reason a lot of people's number one fear. How to overcome that? You overcome your fear of public speaking. Your your ability to speak in other situations will improve as well. How to have conversations one on one with people you care about or strangers, and then then the last part of the course is how to unlock your creative potential and communicate through your art. Because I really believe that we are created beings who are meant to create, and a lot of us has forgotten that we are capable of producing a, a masterpiece. So I help unlock that in you. So anyway, I'm really proud of it. I, honestly, this course is my best creation yet because uh, it's helping people. I've well, created a lot of cool stuff, but this is my favorite. And he's back. You froze there for a second. Uh, I love it, man. I love what you're doing, Benny. I'm very thankful you came on, Benny Wills. Uh, I'm very thankful for that. And I think you're doing great work. And I, I, I think the key is to... Uh, What's going on? Did I miss? Can you turn that? Thank you. There we go. A little bit of an echo. There we go. I think it's very important what you do is how to master how to interact with others, how to put out positive energy and not, not consume the negative energy. And the truth is, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You're so not like going to change frozen. anything. And I would love to have you on as a special guest, man, especially now after hearing that you have that creed. Uh, I think it'd be really helpful for my students. All right, we'll set it up for sure. I'm going to send you that. Benny, awesome. one more time. Can you tell them where they can find you? Bennywills.com is the best, but you can go to YouTube, Brighteon, BitChute, Odyssey, Float. I'm all over the place, but Bennywills.com to learn about the course, sign up for the memes, sign up for the webinar, all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, Bennywills.com. All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I love you guys very much. Again, uh, it's almost July. Some of you guys might be listening to this in July. We're going to be in, I'm going to be in Alaska. We're going to be in San Diego. Then we'll be Dallas and Oklahoma. So we're coming. The posse's coming. Please join us. And again, the Big 500, December 16th in Las Vegas. O October, right? December? Oh, no, you're right. October, October, October 16th. And if that sells pretty quick, I might do a Friday show as well. But we'll see what happens. Uh, I love you guys very much. Thank you so much again, Benny. And we will talk to you guys soon. Take care. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.